Hello guys and welcome to British Culture Today. Uh, so today's topic is uh, uh, mainly about uh, Peppa Pig's newly released album, uh, which is big in Britain. Most of her listeners are from Britain. Uh, and this uh, song, uh, Big Bong Zoo, uh, has just reached 10 million uh, listeners on Spotify. Uh, so it's a, it's a great song, a, a huge song. Uh, and in my studio today, I have Herr Christopher Moon. Hello guys, uh, I'm here as a guest uh, and uh, I'm very interested in music and I'm going to try to analyze this song uh, with my co-workers here. Yeah, I also, we also have uh, with us uh, music critic Alan Handegaard. Hello, I will uh, help analyze and um, I, will also, uh, I will also say why I think this is such a successful song. and. Um, a bit more. And my lovely co-host Eric Savlan. Hello, most of you probably already know me as I've been on this uh, this podcast for the past year or so. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to reviewing the song. Nice. Uh, so Christopher, um, tell us a bit about, you know, this character Peppa Pig. Okay, so Peppa Pig is a, a, an animated show uh, which is very popular in Britain. It is uh, and it also it is also created in Britain. Uh, it's a children's show, uh, and this uh, and she newly released uh, an album with different songs that are uh, uh, that are being played in the show and that uh, are mainly uh, targeted towards kids. So today we're going to analyze Bing Bong Zoo, which is the uh, top song in the album, and uh, where this. Uh, where Peppa Pig and her friends, they go to a zoo and they see different animals. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this album is called uh, My First Album. Uh, yeah, and he, as Christopher said, consists of nursery rhymes. Uh, so, oh, Eric, uh, can you go through like the literary devices of the song? Yeah, of course. Um, the song mainly uses alliteration, uh, repetition and rhyme. Uh, and the, these three create a very cheerful song, which makes it very easy for children to sing along to, you know, they enjoy happy things. Uh, and there's also a lot of crowd control uh, in the song, which basically means um, that the song kind of urges you on to do a, sp a specific movement, you know, such as waddle like a penguin and snap uh, like a crocodile. Um, and these, these, thing, these things just make it, makes it very... Um, easy for children to yeah enjoy the song yeah, yeah. but uh, when, when you said alliteration what, what do you mean by that can you give an example uh, from the text yeah uh, so we have uh, bing bong uh, bing li bong li bu it's just an example uh, and these are obviously alliteration with the letter b uh, and these are first of all it's repetition as well and it's also uh, yeah it makes it very easy and kind of like a catchy um, catchy song to remember. Yeah, 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 and you know, I think like basically all the letters in the chorus starts with a B. Yeah, B. So it's yeah fairly repetitive. Um, so that's a central uh, literary device used in this song. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, as I said, uh, we have a music critic Alan Handegard, uh with us today. Uh, what do you think about uh, this song and nursery rhymes in general? Well, I think it's, of course, a lovely children's song, um, but 
what why I really think this was such a successful song isn't because it is a well well written or a good deep song. I really believe it's so successful because of um, uh, how BBC sponsors uh, this show. It's a BBC show, so everyone really knows what Peppa Pig is. So once yeah, it releases at Spotify, everyone searches it is searches it up and finds it there. Uh, so, and that is completely fine. But I believe that uh, BBC BBC is underestimating how much children can um, how much children can um, uh, understand, learn, yeah. understand so, so what do you think about like the direction of nursery rhymes do you think do you think you know it could consist of more sort of uh, that they could include like, darker topics darker yeah. Yeah, or, I, th- yeah. I think that that would be a great place to start uh, I mean we have seen other companies uh, really getting into these dark themes and really getting successful with it and uh, the thing with those themes and movies and songs is that they um, they they appeal to everybody not only kids okay so these are like movies and songs which has a like dark or a, a, a big message for kids yeah yeah they didn't they probably won't uh, appeal as much to kids, but they do have darker meanings and they are better songs. And they kind of, um, I would say they don't, they they kind of make deeper meanings and learn children to but think deeper. It, nice, but uh, are, are you sure that children are capable of uh, uh, understanding uh, topics like uh, death and sorrow and grief? Or do you think, uh, because this song obviously it doesn't include any of those uh, topics, it's just a class going to the zoo, but what do you think about that? Uh, well, I think uh, it's important for children to learn about these things. Yeah. So, okay. although they they probably won't, uh, it doesn't have to be, of course, these teams, themes, but um, there are, I, I believe that children should be learning to uh, think more deeply through what they do. Uh, at an earlier age, and um, that could uh, go through songs. And uh, I mean, of course, since this is a children's song, uh, it shouldn't be uh, in this particular song. But uh, the fact that this was sponsored by BBC, that kind of makes it a bit worse. So I have to cut you there, uh, Alan Hanegard. Uh, we also have a fifth guest, or fourth guest, yeah, in the studio with us today. Um, Peppa Pig. Yo, Give a what's up? Plus Peppa Pig. Uh, so you might disagree with uh, Alan Hondegaard. You have, you know, knowledge from this, this sort of Yeah, definitely. Brand. So uh, when I wrote this song, uh, it was mainly uh, directed as being a, a fun, uh, a cheerful song, which also could uh, include uh, activities, uh, which Eric uh, pointed at, uh, where uh, children uh, mainly uh, uh, can uh, play along as the song plays, uh, where they, uh, because the, the song, it kind of tells its audience to uh, behave like certain animals, which uh, Peppa and her friends uh, see in the zoo. For example, they see a crocodile and some penguins. Um, uh, but what Alan Hondegaard uh, here said uh, about uh, darker topics, uh, what I think is that uh, it is definitely possible uh, to include those in children's show, 
but they uh, they require a very precise um or you have to be uh, very careful on how you in- interpret uh, or how you include those topics because if you do it wrong it may ruin or uh, uh, worsen uh, the reputation of uh, uh, Peppa Pig which is now obviously a large uh, show and has uh, a lot of plays on Spotify yeah I completely agree you know you has you have sort of this responsibility or when you're such a a big name <laughs> definitely yeah so uh, and um, Eric last word from you um, yeah I would just say regarding to what both of these people just said I think they both make good points and I believe it's very important for children to uh, receive the uh, necessary um, themes you know in, uh, yeah but uh, I believe that what Christoph also said Oh, so, I'm sorry, Peppa, what Peppa said. Uh, I believe it's important to not instill very dark themes into their the children's heads too soon. Yeah, that's a, a great uh, opinion. Uh, that's uh, it for today's, guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode and uh, see you next week. See you guys. Okay. Bye. Goodbye.